Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Over 400 million people in China have died of COVID since start of pandemic. Mr. Li Hongzhi, founder of Falun Dafa, said on January 15th that the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, has been covering up the number of deaths from the COVID-19 virus. He said that since the pandemic began in 2019, more than 400 million people in China have died of COVID. Mr. Li also said that the death toll will reach 500 million by the time this wave of positive cases ends. He added that over 200 million people in China died during the SARS epidemic between 2002 and 2004. Years later, when the Chinese Communist Party noticed the dwindling population, it abandoned its one-child policy. The CCP then began encouraging couples to have a second or third child. Official figures released by the Chinese government have a history of being untrustworthy. For example, Yi Fuxian, a researcher from the University of Wisconsin at Madison, argued for years that the population statistics published by China cannot be trusted. Data leaked from the Chinese government confirmed his analysis. The researcher stated that unlike the Chinese government's official population figure of 1.41 billion, it may even be smaller than his own estimate of 1.28 billion. The Washington Post cited his research in an August 2022 article titled China's Demographics Spell Decline, Not Domination. Ben Lowson is a specialist in Chinese political and security affairs and advisor to the U.S. Air Force. Just this month, Lowson wrote in an article entitled Xi Jinping's Great Leap that he believes the CCP's policy has been to, quote, protect its legitimacy even at the expense of public health, end quote. He added, Despite their government's insistence on costly restrictions for the past three years, China's citizens face what could become their country's largest mass death event since the Great Leap Forward. In spite of the authorities' lowball figure on infections and deaths and propaganda depicting a prosperous society, many Chinese citizens have learned the truth simply by observing what has happened among their families, friends, and communities. It is also noteworthy that many high-ranking CCP officials have recently died of COVID as well. One official in charge of local crematories in Langfang City, Hebei Province, said that Beijing residents had recently contacted his agency for help in finding cremation spots for family members who died from COVID. They said that the number of deaths is so high in Beijing that crematories there have been booked all the way to the second half of 2023. Many people in the countryside under the administration of Langfang 
are burying the bodies of their family members who died of COVID instead of cremating them due to the high cremation costs and long wait times. Due to the large number of recent deaths, the wait time for funerals in some areas can be up to five days. France. Practitioners wish Falun Dafa's founder Happy Lunar New Year. Falun Dafa practitioners from France and Martinique, an overseas region of France, came together in Paris to express gratitude to their teacher, Master Li, and to wish him a happy Chinese New Year. At the gathering, some practitioners spoke of their experiences in practicing Falun Dafa. A man named Pierre had encountered many difficulties when he first began practicing Falun Dafa, but he did not give up. He studied the teachings daily, and each time he would read something that gave him insight into the challenges he faced in life. Pierre said, Cultivation is not an easy thing. While meditating or in tribulations, I try to follow the principles taught by Dafa. If I reach the standard, it means I progressed in cultivation. With a heart full of gratitude for Dafa, as Chinese New Year approaches, Pierre expressed to teacher, Words cannot describe my feelings and my respect, as well as gratitude to Master. Thank you for giving me everything. Sebastian, a gardener by trade, often pondered the meaning of life. He always felt that people came to earth for a purpose. The first time he read John Fallon, he could not stop reading. Sebastian understood that one's purpose in life is to practice cultivation. Since he took up the practice, his health and mental outlook constantly improved. His New Year's greeting to Master Lee said, Happy Chinese New Year, Master. Thank you for all the great things Dafa gave me and all Dafa disciples around the world. Florence, who works in real estate, had been practicing Tai Chi for about five years when she found Falun Dafa. She began attending Dafa classes and realized it was what she had been looking for. Florence shared a story of the time she and her husband were once involved in a fatal car accident. A heavy truck slammed into the front of their car, yet she and her husband were unscathed and sustained no injuries. The truck driver had thought they must have died in the accident, and only dared to walk over when he saw them getting out of their car. Florence's husband was so shaken that he wept. She knew at once that Master Lee had protected them and saved their lives. From the bottom of her heart, Florence wished Master a happy Lunar New Year. She said, There are so many important things to do in the New Year. I want to tell more people about Falun Dafa and the persecution. Thank you, Master. Falun Dafa practitioners in government and law enforcement agencies in China wish Master Li a happy Chinese New Year. With the arrival of the Chinese New Year, many Falun Dafa practitioners who work in China's government agencies, including law enforcement, pro procuratorates, Courts and justice bureaus send their best wishes for a happy Chinese New Year to Master Li, the founder of Falun Dafa. 
a group of practitioners from the public security system in Baoding City, Hebei Province, wrote, quote, We have previously been involved in persecuting Falun Gong practitioners, but realized that Falun Gong is truly good after reading the Falun Gong books that were confiscated from other practitioners' homes. We have started practicing Falun Gong since then. Practitioners working in the procuratorates began practicing Falun Gong after they read the complaints filed by the practitioners and understood the facts about Falun Gong. Some understood the facts after hearing the defense statements from the human rights lawyers during the trial. End quote. Many practitioners asked Master Li for his forgiveness and promised to make up for their past sins. Here is a small sample of the long list of well-wishers. The judicial system of Langfang City, Hebei Province. A military officer from Zhengjiang City, Jiangsu Province. The government office of Tonghua City, Jinan Province. A demobilized military officer from the 2nd Artillery Corps. Veterans from the Joint Staff Department of the Central Military Commission. A former officer from the military region of Nanjiang City, Jiangsu Province. A demobilized cadre from the Air Force. A military cadre rest center in Guangzhou City, Guangdong Province. A retired military officer in Jiangsu Province. The public security system in Baoding City, Hebei Province. India, Falun Dafa warmly received at exhibitions. Falun Dafa practitioners in India provided information booths at three different exhibitions during the month of December. Some visitors were very interested in the cultivation practice and invited practitioners to bring it to their villages, towns, and schools. Falun Dafa practitioners from the city of Nagpur took part in the fourth Gramayan Expo. The outreach from the booth was noteworthy. On the third day of the expo, students brought their teachers to the booth. The teachers wanted to learn more about the practice and invited the practitioners to give presentations in their schools. Many professors who visited the expo invited practitioners to their colleges to teach the exercises. People asked practitioners to demonstrate and teach the Falun Dafa exercises in nearby villages. Some government officials expressed interest in Falun Dafa webinars. Pradyat De was one of the practitioners working at the booth. He talked to many visitors and explained that since taking up the practice, he miraculously is no longer troubled by skin infection, allergy, and knee pain. His healing is so great that it is as if he received a new life. De set up two group practice sites in Newtown in the following years with the help of two other practitioners. The three of them passed out business cards with schedules and details of how to join Falun Dafa teaching webinars online. The Newtown Book Fair was held near the city of Kolkata. Dafa practitioners set up a display at the event. Crowds of people were attracted to the instructional video playing in front of the booth. The Falun Dafa exercises were taught to those wanting to learn. 
practitioners from southern India introduced Falun Dafa to thousands of visitors at the 26th National Book Fair of India held in Puducherry. Books, posters, and some selected paintings from the Art of Jenshanren International Exhibition gave the booth a special aura and positive energy. Several visitors stopped by to talk with practitioners and said they felt something especially unique about the Falun Dafa booth. Anhui man given toxic injection while in detention dies 10 months after release. Pan Yuchen, a man from Hefei City, Anhui Province, lost the ability to talk after he was given toxic injections one month before he finished serving a prison term for practicing Falun Gong. Pan struggled with failing health after his release. He passed away 10 months later in mid-August. 2022. He was 55 years old. Mr. Pan, a former employee of the Anhui Provincial Statistics Bureau, was arrested in his neighborhood on April 24th. Without showing any IDs, search warrants, or revealing their names, the police raided his home and confiscated his laptop, two printers, 50 Falun Gong books, and 500 yen in cash. He was released around 11 p.m. that same day. Pan went to the police station in May 2020 to demand the return of his personal items, only to be arrested and held at the Hefei City Detention Center. He was later sentenced to one and a half years and ordered to serve time in the same detention center. One month before he was released, Pan was taken out of the detention center six times and injected with a suspicious liquid. By the time he was released in October of 2021, he had lost nearly all his ability to talk or organize coherent speech. He could only occasionally utter a few words. When asked whether he was given toxic injections, he nodded. Due to his overall situation, it's unclear whether Pan suffered other torture while in custody. He struggled with poor health following his release. In mid-August 2022, local Falun Gong practitioners heard the news of his passing. According to his sister, Pong's neighbor reported his death to the police. The autopsy report issued by the Shushin District Police Department stated that the Dafa practitioner died of a stroke. Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa, is a spiritual discipline that has been persecuted illegally by the Chinese Communist regime since 1999. Minghui website in Ukrainian launched. The Ukrainian Minghui at uk.minghui.org was officially launched in January of 2023. The website provides information about Falun Dafa and its principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. Through their experience sharing articles, practitioners talk about how they have improved their health and character through practicing Falun Dafa. Exposing the CCP's crimes is also an important role that Minghui plays. By having access to this information, the Ukrainian people will learn the truth about communist ideology 
especially the atrocities it has committed in China. There are many special reports on Minghui.org that detail how the CCP persecutes and kills Falun Dafa practitioners in China, even harvesting their organs for profit. The website was launched by Falun Dafa practitioners after much difficulty and the complicated situation of the Russia-Ukraine war. The country has had electricity shortages since the beginning of the war. Ukrainian practitioners had to overcome many challenges to launch the site, including unreliable internet connectivity and power outages. Despite the many challenges, those working on the Ukrainian version of Minghui have been preparing content needed for the site since the summer of 2022. The initial content included more than 100 articles, including Master Li Hongzhi's lectures and short articles, practitioners' cultivation experiences, news, and reports on the persecution of Falun Dafa in China and articles on the health benefits of practicing Falun Dafa. Today, there are practitioners in the major cities throughout the country. The Art of Jen Shanren exhibition has taken place in several Ukrainian cities since 2009. Practitioners continue to hold truth clarification activities in their war-torn country. Taiwan. People benefit from Falun Dafa workshop. Falun Dafa practitioners in Taiwan hold free nine-day Falun Dafa workshops every other month in Taichung City. During a course held two weeks before the Chinese New Year, practitioners played video recordings of lectures given by Mr. Li Hongzhi and showed videos teaching the Falun Dafa exercises. They helped correct the participants' exercise movements. None of the participants missed a day of the workshop, and everyone arrived on time each day. On the last day of the workshop, attendees shared their thoughts and experiences. Mr. Liu said that when he watched Master Li's lecture videos, he felt warm and as though 10,000 lights were illuminating him. He had practiced other forms of Qigong before, and some of those Qigong masters taught him techniques to treat illnesses. He had been seeing patients and conducting healings for six years. Every time he treated a patient, he felt awful and exhausted. After attending the Falun Dafa workshop, he realized that he was taking in the patient's karma in order to heal them, and that he had to suffer the karma for the patient. Ms. Lin's 13 family members are all Falun Dafa practitioners. Her parents are in their 90s this year and are in perfect health. Over 10 years ago, her family suggested that she practice Falun Dafa as well, but she declined. After Ms. Lin moved to Taichung, her sister encouraged her to attend the workshop. Listening to Master Li's teachings made her feel that she didn't want to waste any more time. Ms. Lin has decided to take up the practice. Five years ago, a friend gave Mr. Hu Wong a copy of Juan Fallen, the main book of Fallen Dafa teachings. The gentleman learned the exercises from the videos on the Fallen Dafa website, but he did not actually start practicing Fallen Dafa until attending the workshop. 
He said, while attending the nine-day workshop, I learned to do the exercise movements more precisely. I became more stable emotionally. I used to have back pain and could not sit still when I meditated. Now I'm able to sit with my back straight. The new practitioner is determined to practice diligently and keep improving. Audiences cherish Shenyin. Tour continues through Europe, the U.S., and Japan. Shenyin Performing Arts continued its North America and European tours with recent performances in Switzerland, United Kingdom, Germany, and the United States. Public officials personally welcomed Shenyin, presenting the dance company with certificates of appreciation. These included Pennsylvania State Senators Patrick J. Stefano and Devlin Robinson, as well as Melvin Hubbard L. from the Pittsburgh Mayoral Office. State Representative Jessica Benham presented a proclamation on behalf of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to honor the cultural contribution of Shenyin. Coming from a musical family, Representative Benham extended her compliments especially to Shenyun's orchestra, with its combination of Western and Eastern instruments. Ben R. Johnson, the mayor of Savannah, Georgia, presented a proclamation to the Shenyun Touring Company. He encouraged citizens to come out and enjoy the wonderful performance. Many audience members during the first two weeks of January were eager to express their appreciation for Shenyun. Dr. Michael Buckman, a consulting company founder, saw Shenyun in Frankfurt, Germany. He said of the performance, This is real art, the highest art. Wayne Hankins, executive director of Northern California's Universal Peace Foundation, saw Shenyun with his wife in Berkeley, California. He said, What the CCP did to Falun Gong in China needs to be told. We live at a time that is really almost the crossroads between good and evil. Which way are we going to go? Mark and Elizabeth Ficocelli saw Shenyun in Augusta, Georgia, and were very impressed. Ms. Ficocelli noted that suppression is not something exclusive to China. We're having this on our own country. We're not far behind China in this. The Ficocellis wished to express their respect for Shenyun's artistic director, D.F., and thanked him for the effort and hard work by everyone in Shenyun. Professors Teresa and Jeff Cooper saw Shenyun in Worcester, Massachusetts to celebrate Teresa's birthday. She said, It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Financial advisor Nicole Diamond saw Shenyin in Edinburgh, United Kingdom. Moved by the performance, Ms. Diamond offered that Shenyin makes you feel that you are walking out a better person than when you walked in. Shenyin Performing Arts kicked off its Asia tour with two sold-out performances in Hachiyoji, Japan, on December 26th and 27th. The company then continued its Japan tour with performances in Fukuoka, Hiroshima, Nishi no Miya, Kyoto, and Kamakura 
from December 29th through January 15th. This season, Shenyun is scheduled to stage 32 performances in 10 Japanese cities. Dancer and performer Asaki Yumemi saw Shenyun in the city of Nishinomiya. She exclaimed, It's marvelous! The dancers' dynamics and facial expressions are very impressive. The live orchestra is powerful. I know it's very difficult to dance on stage in step with a live orchestra. The dancers were excellent on this. Business executive Baku Zinju also enjoyed the performance in Nishinio Mia. He shared, To be honest, I have never seen a performance as high level as Shen Yun. Professional dancer Mimimori Aka saw Shen Yun in the city of Kyoto. She marveled. The moment the curtain opened was very wonderful. Heavenly maidens dancing. Everything from toe tips to fingertips was very impressive. Very beautiful. Construction company president Kawamura Shinji attended Shenyun in Hiroshima. He said that the production was absolutely wonderful. It made him feel that it was going to be a good year. Sakai Reiko is the president of a yoga company and saw Shenyun in the city of Hiroshima. She said the performance made her feel connected with the divine. Miss Liu Roshui, a visiting scholar from China, saw Shen Yin in the city of Fukuoka and said, Seeing the effort put in by everyone to pass on Chinese culture, I feel very touched. Harano Akira, president of an acupuncture clinic, enjoyed a performance of Shen Yin in Nishinomiya. He observed, The male dancers are masculine valiant, and majestic. The female dancers present elegance by using their bodies, limbs, and hands, and even the subtleties of their costumes. Mr. Hirano also said of the dancers, they cooperate with each other harmoniously and dance one story after another vividly. I guess the director must be a very powerful and admirable expert. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.